Hello everyone, welcome to The Totally Well Show. I'm your host, Joyce Strong. The Totally Well Show is a place where we get curious, ask questions, and explore everything to do with health, wellness, fitness, and all the things it takes to help you live the highest quality, most fulfilling life. I have a very special guest today, and I've been trying to get her on my show for a long time, and she's finally here. Mm -hmm. Linda Goodwin, she's an RN, um, has worked a long time in uh, labor and delivery, yeah. um, which is a passion of hers. Uh, but today, we're going to talk about something very different. Um, Linda's website is omegapointhealing.com, which is where you can reach her, and she is one of the hats she wears, and she does many, um, kind of like me, but in a different, very different way. Um, energy healer and shamanic practitioner. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to be doing some de definitions today, finding mm -hmm. out what all these words mean. We're going to be looking at Linda's toolbox. Yep. Um, she's going to tell me some things about myself. She's given me some tools to play with as well. So welcome to the Totally Well Show. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And I can't <laughs> wait to dig in here and find out. I, I hear about this stuff, but actually to see some of your tools and see you in action is, mm -hmm. is going to be fun. So, Okay, so um, I started this in, I think it was 2005. Okay. And uh, at the time it was called Shambhala Multidimensional Healing. So you learn how to heal yourself and other people all through the dimensions and all through time. So rather than just working on the here and now, we also can take care of stuff that's happened to you in the past and especially for like family members, ancestral things. So you're talking about <coughs> previous lives, mm -hmm. um, not from your birth date for this life. Right, previous lives. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell me, just stepping a little bit back, what an energy healer and shamanic practitioner means? Just defining those terms. Okay. An energy healer is just somebody who is um, a channeler for energy. So it, it goes by different names like Reiki. Um, it's um, What I do now is called... Uh, New paradigm, multi-dimensional transformation, because we are actually transforming ourselves, helping with our evolution. Uh, what are some of the other names? There's quantum healing. It goes all by different names, but we learn how to pick out the energy from the universe, channel it through us, and give it to you. So when you talk about energy, is it vibration? What is energy? What, how does it, how can I understand it as a scientist? Um, as <laughs> a scientist, okay. Well, it's got all to do with quantum physics. So anyone who's into that probably knows it a lot better than I do. But the way I like to explain it is, um, have you ever looked at a, a hot top, you know, parking lot or driveway mm -hmm. in the July hot summer sun? Mm -hmm. And you can see all that waves coming up? Yeah. That's kind of the energy that we can tap into mm -hmm. and pass it on. Okay. And so, are you born with something special in you, or? Nope. anyone can do this. So you've just uh, understood it and tapped into it and learned to, to use this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, we, all, we all can do it. As a human being, it's kind of our birthright to be, and I don't know if people are, you know, getting upset about the word psychic, but we're all psychic. We all can um, see things with our sixth sense of, like, Clairvoyance, which is meaning you can see, clairaudience, you can hear, clairessence, which means you just know things. We all have it. It's just a matter of 
saying, yes, I do have it, and then opening yourself up to the possibilities. So when did this start for you? I know you said in 2005 is when your practice started, but I have a feeling it started earlier right. for as, you. as a child, you, you know, I was the one who um, just knew things, and I'd say, oh, I think this is going to happen. And then after it happened, everyone said, oh, you're such a know-it-all. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it was a thing that I tended not to, you know, to, you know, talk about too much because of what people said. The other thing that I noticed, um, I was raised Catholic, so we'd go to Mass every Sunday. You know, went to Catholic school for 12 years. And um, I'd see this yellow halo around, not the whole body, around the altar boys, the priests. You know, I, I, and I'd watch them walk back and forth, and this, this color thing would be going with them. And I asked my father once, I said, um, what's that thing around that surrounds you know, the, the priest up there? He couldn't see it, so he said, I don't know. So I thought there was something wrong with my eyes because I started wearing glasses in the second grade. Oh, wow. So I thought, you know, by the time I got really old, I might be blind or whatever. But no, it was auras. That's what it's called, an aura. And we all have one, and people who've learned how to focus in on it can see it. Some people see it in different colors. I just see it basically in kind of like a bright ye pale yellow or darker yellow. And then if you're gray, you tend to be sick. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So is it energy? Is it energy conveyed as color? What is it that it's, you're it's, it's part of us. So here we've got um, low vibrating energy because we're solid. The table is nothing but energy that has been slowed down so much, it's solid. Mm -hmm. All right, so if we sped up the energy of the table, it would become particles and disappear. Mm -hmm. So there have, been, there have been masters that actually can take a glass window and send energy through that window and agitate the molecules so much that they can put their hand through it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like amazing when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. And I know people will say, oh, that's not possible. But it's, it is possible. And where human beings are evolving to, it will be happening much more in like maybe 100 years from now. I don't think it's going to be all that long. Wow. Well, I know I hear, I hear the term quantum physics spoken about a lot. And I hear things like law of attraction and, mm -hmm. um, and um, a lot of the self-development stuff that I listen to and practice and, um, and just the energy that I put out somehow communicating mm -hmm. information that my consciousness and my words are not communicating, that there's some deeper, um, more powerful communication happening. Right, and the way um, the Earth is evolving, the way where we are right now in the Milky Way and the planet alignments, and if you study astrology at all, uh, what we say now or even think is being manifested very quickly, so you have to be very careful. I never used to believe this, but mm -hmm. lately a few things I've said, it's happened like the next day, and I wasn't even wanting it to happen it just happens be careful what you manifest yes could you exactly. manifest a stanley cup for me <laughs> 
Ashley and I would be so appreciative. You, you'd have to know a, a, a Bruin player in, in you know Datum or whatever. I'd have to be that that up close you, and personal. You, do you call you? Do the cups your kids win? Um, are they called Stanley Cups? The, you mean the trophies that they win? Yeah. No. 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 So you'd ask. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see, that's a, yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I, I, you know, i got to ask, got to ask. <laughs> so um, basically, in order to help us in our evolution, uh, there's all different kinds of things you can do. And of course, everyone knows about meditation. That's one of your first steps. Okay. Because with meditation, it helps make you go within so you can find answers or you can relax yourself. It, it's a, a very basic tool you should have. Mm -hmm. um, in order to evolve and, and become more conscious, that's what it's called being conscious, uh, you have to increase your vibration. So conscious being, meaning um, being aware of your th thoughts. Are, uh, thoughts are just your being or okay. how you are how you are in the world, mm -hmm. not how you perceive me, mm -hmm. but how I actually am in the world. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I, I figured this out when I was maybe a teenager. Um, if I was around people, a group of kids or my, my family or whatever, and there was somebody who's really angry and, or really depressed, if I was around them, and not even necessarily talking to them, just being with them, all of a sudden they didn't feel that bad anymore. Uh, but then I'd be getting a little bit angry. <laughs> I also found that with when people were having headaches, you know, I'd be fine, then all of a sudden I'd be getting a headache. And it wasn't until, I want to say about 2010, um, through all my workshops and discovery retreats and everything, I found out that I was called an empath. So an empath, you can have empathic feelings towards somebody. So let's say you had a death in the family, and um, if I was, rather than just being sympathetic to your plight, if I was empathic, I could actually feel what you were feeling in your grief process. So it's a, it's a, a better feeling than being sympathetic with somebody because mm -hmm. you actually kind of put yourself in their shoes and you can feel it. So I, and I've heard of this before where people actually physically feel the pain mm -hmm. that That's, I'm feeling. You feel it. So, th so that would explain why you would get the headache. Right. And everybody else, then the person who had the headache would all of a sudden start feeling better mm -hmm. because I took on their pain. Yeah. But it, when you don't realize you're doing this, you tend to own it as your own. So for years I've suffered with headaches, I've suffered with back problems, and probably only 25% was mine. Mm -hmm. I was just taking everybody else's pain. Can you reject it so that you don't suffer? Or separate that, it to know it's not yours? Um, you can separate. At, that's a thing you learn when, you're, when you go to classes to develop your empathic um, qualities. Mm -hmm. You learn how to protect yourself. So the, the only thing that actually worked for me was to um, stop if, if I was feeling something bad and I'd say, oh. wait a minute, is this mine or is it somebody else's? So okay. I can separate from it. And then as a shamanic practitioner, I've learned how to take in energy and push it either down into the earth and let Mother Earth take care of the, um, 
it's usually negative energy, mm -hmm. or send it up through my crown chakra and let the heavens take care of the negative energy. Since I'm not that grounded, I tend to send it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like a really good skill to have. You brought a lot of tools with you today, and I just yes. want to be mindful of the time that we have time to do okay. all of the things that we want to do. So we're going to start with the tools I gave you last week. Okay. And I need to ask you, did you feel anything during the week after I gave them to you? Um, so what you gave me was some bags of stones. This one I carried around with me. Mm -hmm. This one I put under my pillow. Mm -hmm. And this one a loner, because you want it back, I put on my desk where I do my work. Um, so coincidentally, I have been working on my work. And so that was kind of, that feeling was um, a constant reminder that this is, okay. this is my my new direction and ownership of this new place I'm going with the way that I do my practice. Mm -hmm. um, in general, I felt, um, I don't really believe in this stuff, but I'm going to keep it with me just in case. <laughs> um, so I felt protected in an odd kind of way, even though I had this resistance to understanding why. So it, okay. was, it was like, um, it was like, I'm a hockey player, as you know, mm -hmm. so it was like the superstitious things we do, mm -hmm. you know, for um, for for hockey. Even yeah. though our con our 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 um, cognition is saying this can't really influence whether the Bruins win the game, I'm going to sit in the same chair right, right. <laughs> as when they won. Um, so okay. that's how I felt. But this isn't superstition stuff. This has been around since Earth has been formed. Mm -hmm. She gives us these things. They, they're all from Mother Earth. Mm -hmm. So she gives up these tools to us. And um, as one stone is mined out of a mine or whatever, if we're still meant to have that energy and be helped with it, all of a sudden they'll find another discovery. Mm -hmm. And if it's really meant to be retired and we don't really need it anymore because we've evolved beyond that, we're vibrating beyond that, then it just disappears. So the stones are giving me energy. Giving you energy. Okay. Now, over the years, some of these stones are were used in um, the breastplates of priests, of rabbis, um, any, even of the pagan, you know, I don't know what they used to call them. <laughs> They're priests. But anyway, mm -hmm. they would put some of these stones in their breastplates. You can look this up in the Bible and find out all the stones that were used by the rabbis. Do you so, know what these are? Yeah. And I, I gave you the card to go with it. Oh, okay. Okay, so quartz, which is the clear, kind of clear stone. Sometimes they have inclusions in it. Mm -hmm. This is quartz, and this is quartz. Mm -hmm. And this is amethyst, which is quartz that's been heated in the earth to make the purple color. Okay. So it's still quartz, but with a little added zing to it. Okay. This is what we call the master stone, and it's good for anything. So if you want to start dabbling in stones to help you shift, maybe you're trying to change a little bit and you're having struggles with it, get some quartz and just keep it around you or on your person. The little tumbles are good to put. For us women, it's very easy because we can put it other places that guys can't. But um, you call these tumbles? Yeah, yeah, because they've been tumbled. Right. Yeah, because they're smooth. Yeah. Right. And these are polished. Okay. Okay. And this is rough. Got it. So the and the this surface is carved. Surface. 
and this is called a free form so it broke in a chunk and somebody just kind of followed the contours of that and polished it up yeah yeah with a grinder okay so that's what the different forms are but most people work with tumbleds because they're easy to carry around they're e easy to use mm -hmm. um, so I told you to keep this under your pillow because these stones help us dream, mm -hmm. literally dream. Mm -hmm. So did you have any dreams this week? I did have an interesting dream. Oh, I remember now. I, was, I had been not going to the gym because I had a lot of things going on and I was trying to redo re my schedule to fit in things. I think I was using the gym to avoid doing other things I needed to get done. Mm -hmm. So I needed to still have it a priority but, but get these other, other priorities done. done. And um, I dreamed I went to the gym. I woke up and I was like, did I go? I was like at the gym in my dream and I, I'd never dreamed about going to the gym. So um, that was kind of an odd dream to have, yeah. Okay, so did it feel real? Yes. Did it feel like you were really I felt there? like I went to the gym. It, was, right. diff it was a different so, kind of dream than I normally have because I felt like I woke up and I was like, it's, the gym is happening now and I'm not there. I couldn't have gone. Like I had to, va I had to validate it. Okay. Yeah. So you actually did go to the gym. Um, so for your part of me went <laughs> part of your understanding to think about and peruse, we can do what's called astral projecting. Mm -hmm. So we can when you when you dream, you're actually traveling all over the place, mm -hmm. and but you don't remember it. And the, we have a cord that keeps our spirit anchored to our body. So it's an etherical umbilical cord, basically where our real one was. Um, it's still there. And when you get ready to pass over or cross over, um, you actually have to cut that cord. Oh, because okay. you can't, you, you don't want to be attached to your body anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, that's a shamanic way of thinking of things. But in astral projecting, you can actually go places. And people who study this, uh, so part of their homework might be tonight, you're going to go. I, one of, part of my homework was I had to go to the Niagara Falls at a certain time and look around Niagara Falls and see who else was there. Mm -hmm. Because there was like six of us in the group. I saw two others. Mm -hmm. And I was able to describe what and they described exactly the same thing I saw. So oh, we all were really there together. Yeah, that's crazy. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's um, you're astral projecting yourself. Yeah. So in your dreams, it's really easy to do this. But to try to remember what you're doing, stones help you do that. Okay. So you actually went to the gym. So part of you worked out whether you really realized <laughs> it or not. It was very detailed and felt very real, that's for, that's for sure. So what I made up in the pack, because I've tried all these, because uh, there was several years I wasn't dreaming at all because of um, different medications they put me on, and I, I missed it. So I got these together. So the, this is Prehenite's your biggie. Mm -hmm. um, it really helps if just by itself. Quartz amplifies all of these. This is, um, which one's the jasper? No. I don't have all of these here. That's the moonstone. And moonstone helps you connect with the moon. It's mm -hmm. a very feminine energy stone. Mm -hmm. So if, um, for, for a man, if they're too much of a male and, and all the females in your life keep saying, you gotta get in touch with your feminine side, you need to work with moonstone. <laughs> <laughs> Soften out your rough edges a little there you bit. Go. Yeah. 
And the same thing with us women. Uh, some women are more masculine than feminine. And uh, they're the ones who tend to get things done. They're corporate executives and everything because they have more of the masculine energy. Yeah. And if you want to soften that up a little bit, you'd work with Moonstone. Can you slip somebody a Moonstone without them knowing it? Like, but the thing with the, all right, so these are tools. <laughs> and you have to work with them with intent. So I didn't tell you anything about this. Yeah. So now when you go to bed and you put this under your pillow, you can make an intention yeah. that tonight I'm going to dream. And if there's something you need an answer to, you can puzzle it before you go to sleep and, and ask the stones to help you. So it works better if you do it with, with intention. intention. Yeah. Anything you do with intention works But you much, did much slip better. me these stones without telling me. Uh, yeah, I just said use them. Just yeah. put it under your pillow. <laughs> because they, wor they work on their own too, but um, you kind of, by accepting them, you gave me permission to let you work with them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So in other words, with, ener with any energy healing, because we can send it distances. Okay, I don't have to be in your presence to send people you energy. People tell me they do what you do over the phone with yes. people. Yes, you can. Yeah. But you, you can't really, ethically, you cannot do it without their permission. Right. So you can either ask their higher self and get permission that way, or you, you physically ask them. So I used to, when I was a labor and delivery room nurse, sometimes babies, moms had a hard time pushing babies out. And I would use my skills to help make it easier for her to push a baby out. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I just asked their higher self, but a lot of times I told them, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you and I'm gonna do some energy work down here so you know, the baby will come out. And um, most of them were okay with it. There was, I think twice in my whole time of doing this <clears throat> that people I got a no from them. I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Not physically no from their higher self. It was, there was a block. I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. So it, you always ask permission. Mm -hmm. So when somebody comes to see me for energy healing, it's, already, it's like they're already giving me permission because they're seeking me out for some healing. Right. And I'm not doing the healing. You're doing the healing. Mm -hmm. I'm just passing on the energy or I use, I use stones when I do healing. So we're asking the stones to help you mm -hmm. in your healing. And I usually have you do a statement before you have a treatment so the intention is out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what are these other tools that you have? I'm just paying attention to time. We have about, okay. we have about eight minutes left, so I want right. to make sure we have... So I just want to tell you about the pyrite, though, real okay. quick. Because this is a merchant's stone. Okay. It helps with, with prosperity. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's my intention. It helps you with your <laughs> endeavors and everything. <laughs> that's what I asked my coach for last night when I was like, what do you want help with? And I said, making money. You know, I there you go. <laughs> that's, that's why I sent you that one. All right. So this is fluorite. And um, I keep this fluorite by any of my computers, any of my devices that give off electromagnetic fields because okay. that's very harmful to our body. Okay. And um, they're coming out with 5G on our phones pretty soon which is extremely harmful, and they don't care. They just are gonna roll this out anyway because mm -hmm. it makes things faster, you can do more things with it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, um, you so should- So this gives you some protection? It gives you some protection. Okay. Shungite, which is what this is, it's a black stone, is another one that protects you from these EMF fields. Mm -hmm. 
So you want to keep them away from you like when you're sleeping, you know, your phone not, not by your bed, mm -hmm. across the room. They have to be at least three to four feet away from you. Mm -hmm. So these are energies <coughs> that are there but we can't see, like electricity. Yes, mm -hmm. and they're harmful. So fluorite's a good thing to keep by them, shanghite's another. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is hematite. This is very grounding. You feel it. It's, it uh, looks very scary. Well, that's a skull. Yeah. Why does this look so scary to me? I'm just going to hold it up. Because a lot of people um, associate skulls with, like, you know, poison. You've got the crossbone in the skull. They, it's associated with death, but really it's been used for centuries and centuries and centuries. What is it again? What is it? It's hematite. Hematite. Yeah. It's very heavy. Yeah. It clears negative energy and, and grounds you to the earth. So could somebody use that if they were having a depressive episode? Um, it will help take away negative energy, mm -hmm. so it'll take away that aspect of depression. Mm -hmm. But um, lipidolite or lithium-included quartz would be better. Okay. So this is, uh, I don't know if you can, see on the TV, if you can see it, this is included quartz. It's um, got actually hematite inside it. So and I see little black speckles if you can't see it. Right. Um, yeah. And it's also shaping in the form of the quartz. Can you see the pyramid it's shaping? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, a lot of people work with quartz to get answers or to be during meditation is a really good time to use this and it helps you focus. This quartz, and when you look at quartz, you, you look at the uh, faces. These are, this is a face. Mm -hmm. And if you have a quartz that has seven sides, so you go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and with the triangle in the back, right there's the triangle, this is called a channeling quartz. Mm -hmm. So the way I, I use it and I tell other people to use it is if you have a really burning question you need an answer to and you're not getting it internally through intuition or Google searches or whatever, but you really need an answer to this question, you can ask it through the channeling. So we all have a third eye. It's your intuition port. Mm -hmm. Hold it up there and ask your question at least three times. Push it into the quartz. Just imagine the question going into the quartz. Then you put it on your, in your window, preferably through, during a full moon would be good, and leave it there for at least 24 hours, a sun cycle and a moon cycle. And then hold it back up to your third eye during a meditation and see what answer you get. Wow. Okay. It's worth a try. The other thing I like to use is called a pendulum. Yes. They're made out of stones, metals, different shapes and whatever. That's really but pretty. But you can get a lot of yes and no answers. So you, if you're buying a pendulum, you just, you have to train it a little bit. Stop. I haven't started yet. <laughs> so I like to hold my arm next to my body. So it's, it's because people say if you hold it out here, your arm is twitching and it's going to make it move. See, it likes the energy of the amethyst. <laughs> <laughs> so show me yes. Okay, so that's my yes answer. Yeah. And show me no. So my arm is by my side. No. Show me no. So that's my no. Okay. It might be different for you. Yeah. Do you want to try it? Um, uh, sure. So put your arm by your side. Yeah, there you go. And you have to ask it. You can 
It's better out loud. <laughs> Show me yes. Just give it a minute. Say it again. Show me yes. It wants to go, but you're not believing this. <laughs> open, me, your, open yourself up to it. Show me no. There it goes. My, it makes little ovals. They're very no. They're very small. Because you're, you need to open Show up me. a little bit. Believe, yes. believe you can do this. You believe can. I can do it. Show me yes. It's kind of clockwise. Show me no. <laughs> I'm being too demanding. It just definitely changed. Yeah. So, show me now again. Show me now. Show me where what, I... Wait, where are you going? It's, both. You, you gotta be, wait a minute. Well, <laughs> it's telling me no more show. We're almost out of time. Okay, so that's no. <laughs> For you, that's no. So then what I do is I can see how my chakras are opening up yeah. just by um, using the, the pendulum. And the chakras are supposed to be... Uh, open in a clockwise yeah so uh, right now I'm doing my throat chakra yeah I usually say show me the throat chakra and you can see it's open yeah all right so that's a, a, another way of using a tool Linda we're out of time okay <laughs> I told you it would go fast so we'll catch up on some of these other tools mm -hmm. um, if people need to uh, uh, want to reach out to you and learn more about um, what you do for energy healing and shamanic in, in your shamanic practitioner mm -hmm. practice as a practitioner, uh, Omega Point Healing. Mm -hmm. And I'm really grateful for the time that you spent to share with this and educate me on something that's de definitely beyond my experience mm -hmm. and training. So now I'm getting more and more curious. And thank you for the healing you've given me because and, I feel it. <laughs> and thank you for being my life coach and pushing me in directions that, you know, is a little scary, but has been very beneficial. Well, I believe in you. Yeah. Thank so, you very much. Okay.